Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Before we get into today's episode, I have some very exciting news. I Love You So Much Live is coming to Nashville on March 3rd with Shannon Ford as our special guest. And then we are coming to Chicago March 27th with Lauren Elizabeth as our special guest. I'm doing normal GA tickets and also meet and greet. I'm very excited and I cannot wait to come meet you guys, hang out, have a great time. Um, tickets go on sale tomorrow. I will have it all like linked on Instagram and stuff. So be sure to stay tuned. Can't wait. And I hope to see all of you guys there. I've got visions in my head. People tell me that I'm crazy. I tell them that's exactly it. I've got reasons for my absence. People tell me that I'll burn out. Hi guys, Merry Almost Christmas. Today's episode, we have Kit Keenan on the show. Kit is a good friend of mine. I love her. She is just the coolest girl, like literally ever. She is kind of like the go-to girl, I feel like, for dating and cooking these days. If you guys haven't seen what's Kit cooking on Instagram, y'all are missing out. She is incredible and has like the most beautiful recipes. And then obviously I had to go to her for some first date routines, like what she's wearing, where she's going. We're talking icks. We're also really just kind of catching up as friends. So without further ado, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I have been wanting an episode to talk about cooking and recipes and like go-to kitchen stuff for literally the longest time. Obviously, breadwinning housewife. I think I'm Martha Stewart. Kit is Martha Stewart. Like, we really get into it, okay? As always, don't forget you can watch it on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram, on TikTok. Leave a comment of your favorite goji recipe or even tag someone that you follow for recipe inspo on my last Instagram, The Real with Kit, where I'm promoting this episode. I need new things to make. Anyways, without further ado, let's welcome Kit onto the show. So, Kit, we're going to talk a little bit about dating, and then we're going to get into what we really care about, which is cooking. Yay. My two favorite things. I know, truly. (laughs) Boys and food. (laughs) Okay, so can you give us your dating routine? Like, I need the pre-date routine and where you're going, what you're wearing, everything. Okay, number one tip, have an outfit that you just know you look good in. Because I could spend hours and hours and hours picking out an outfit like changing things, trying to figure it out. And that gives me the most stress. And it's the worst thing ever to go on a date in an outfit that you don't feel confident in because it will affect like your whole vibe. So I have like two little black dresses that I wear to pretty much every first date. And like in the winter, maybe I'll wear tights and boots. In the summer, I'll wear like little, you know, slingbacks or something with them. Where are the dresses from? 
One is from my mom's brand. One is from Revolve. So one is Cynthia Raleigh and one yes. is, yeah, okay. Yes, yes, yes. And I just like, I know I look good. I know I feel confident in them. They fit me well. Easy uniform. Have a date uniform, number one. Number two, I like for first dates to have an after plan just because like if it goes horribly you have an out I thought you meant an after plan with them I was like what the fuck no 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 no. we're not getting there yet but to that point I think it's good to have an after plan even if the date goes amazing because you want to leave them wanting a little bit more and like staying curious I thought you wanted to like hang out with them for the rest of like literally be like after this we're gonna get drinks after this I was like where, I where like, are get going? sick of people and then also like they'll probably give me the ick if I stay there too long. Yeah. Oh, and that, by the way, we're, we'll be talking about that after this. Yeah. So definitely have like an after plan with your girls or like something, even if you have to lie, <laughs> like make it up in your head or like have schedule a workout class in the morning early so you have an out. Keep a little mystery in there, you know? If it's a drink state, make sure to have dinner before probably something you've eaten before. So you're not like tummy issues on the date. And I like to have like a banging playlist to get ready to. What's on your playlist? I have like a lot of like Playboy Cardi, Pop Smoke, some Drake, some Kendrick Lamar. That's a good playlist. Yeah. Love that. I want to talk a little bit about your ick list because mm-hmm. when I think of an ick, I think of you. Because your icks are... Oh, that's such a bad association. No, because you have the best like list of icks. We'll be talking just at dinner or something. She's like, oh, you know this. And it's something that all of us have experienced that wouldn't even be top of mind. And you're like, hate that, done. You were so... like yeah. Whatever you have done to create this ick list, like, you need to like write a book about it. Well, here's the thing. So... When we went to Cabo together, I was dating this guy who was like, I was in ick central at the time. Like yeah, everything true. about this guy was giving me the ick. So it was so much. <laughs> like there was just so much to like write a book about, you know? Um, I think my general thoughts on icks now is like everyone has them, but with some people you can just like overlook them or like they're on the surface really early. So you're just like, oh my God, okay, that's a major ick. Like, that's cringe. But I like you already, so I'll get over it. But like, with this guy that we were like talking about the whole Cabo trip, like, there was just, I didn't like him. So I I was getting ick. And that's what I kept telling you. I was like, you don't like him because these things wouldn't bother you as much if you did like him. Yeah, it it was one of those, Things where it was like, this guy is an amazing guy, super cute, great on paper, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like trying to force myself to like him. But I'm like trying to remember like some things that were giving me the egg. Sometimes, like I love a neat guy, somebody who's like super clean, neat, put together, whatever. But there's some things that I'm like, oh my God, you're a little cuckoo. Like I remember like his, his, um, iPhone charger when it was like plugged into the wall it was like all folded up and like tied in a perfect knot and stuff and I was like whoa you're like really like controlled in a way that I don't like because sometimes I can be also like super regimented and like controlled so I need somebody who's a little bit more messy 
And then there were other things like more basic, like just like eating things and stuff like that, that I was just like, oh no. Like how they were eating or what yeah. they were eating? I, I mean, I've gotten the ick from what somebody ordered. Like my mm-hmm. worst first first date ever. It's a long story, but like the main thing that gave me the ick was this beef stew that this guy <laughs> ordered that I like was on the date with. And I was like, oh my God, 95 degrees, middle of the summer, orders beef stew. Slurping the beef stew. Oh, I would not. In front of me, I was gone. No. I was I was running for the hills. But yeah, I think there's like, I don't know. What are your icks? Okay, so I, what is like misophonia or whatever, when you're like sensitive to sounds. Yeah. This is actually an ick that I have with just humankind. Like yeah. I cannot stand. And it's actually to the point where like, there's actually like a, a disorder problem with me. I cannot stand hearing people chew like loudly yeah. or obnoxiously. It's also just like manners, like chew with your mouth closed. It's not that hard. Like people like chomping and smacking their lips kind of yeah, thing. Gross. My mom, it drove her insane. It drives my, like my whole family has it. So like there's certain friends I won't even bring around my family for like dinners because I know that like, and no one will say anything, obviously. Like I would never say anything. I just, avoid eating because I can't describe it to you like I sound crazy and it's like so stupid because people are eating but like the rage that happens inside of me it is so bad like, yeah no I, so I'm bad. sick about that it's disgusting yeah. and I just something about it like I'm irrationally angry I hide it very well I've never said anything to anyone obviously mm-hmm. it's like it's my problem not theirs humankind I don't like that obviously being rude and another ick I was actually talking to Lindsay about this yesterday and this is like specific more so to like our line of work. Yeah. Is when I meet a guy and he like references something of like, oh, will this like be, will I be on the podcast or will I like, you like something with social media. Yeah. Something about it. I'm just like, I, if I was attracted to him before, I literally, he's gross to me now. I don't know what it is. I just hate Interesting. it. Interesting. I feel like that doesn't like ick me out so much because I've dated guys that like definitely think my job is like so stupid and like so like dumb. So I think sometimes it's kind of like funny if they bring it up or like if they bring it up in a light way because they're trying to talk about it. Okay, so that is different. If you're bringing it up and just like curious, that's one thing. But the guy, I mean, I probably wouldn't like them anyways because they're just obnoxious. The guy who's like obnoxiously talking about like, being on the podcast or like honestly this is what it is when they like turn my job and somehow make it about themselves okay you know what I'm saying yeah. like it's all about them and I'm like I, something about it I'm like ew I yeah. just don't like it yeah it's really it's not about you yeah it's really not yeah running with a backpack I feel like is like the most calling oh it too. my gosh <laughs> the backpack yeah see the thing is like I like saw this guy that I've been like talking to for the past few months the other day and he was wearing a backpack and like I got no ick from it. That's the thing from icks about icks in general is like I just like I think there are some people that you like the ick doesn't affect you. I don't know. I think if you're getting icks like you just don't like the person that much. Yes. I have dated some incredibly cringy guys to the point where like I was icked out I have no idea how I ever ended up actually dating them because it was like ick central nonstop. I must have been in love because everything that they did gave me the, I didn't like, I shouldn't have ever done it, I guess. 
But somehow it just like got a pass. But if anyone else were to do that, I would be like, absolutely not. So I do agree. I, I think it's like, I think there's a point where you like someone, they give the ick, they ick you out and you're over it. And like you, you hadn't reached like the threshold of like emotional attachment to them yeah. to where like the icks can slide. Yeah. Well, also I was talking to my therapist about this the other day. Like when you first meet someone like in a romantic setting, they are just a projection like from yeah to you. Like it's just like whatever you project onto them for like the first few weeks of dating. And then eventually you meet the real person and like you see if those two things match up. And if they don't, then like, you know, it seems like that person is kind of like failing you. And I think that's like when people start to get the ick. But if you go into that like first meeting someone and try to keep the projections to a minimum, I think it's less likely that the icks will come up later because you're like you're meeting that person as if they're a like a real person with flaws and whatever. And when you have that already in your mind, there's going to be less of a discrepancy between like what you thought they were and what they actually are. Because yes. no one's ever going to be like, Prince Charming, exactly what you project onto them, like the love story that you project onto them the first time you meet them. I've been doing a ton of online holiday shopping lately, and I came across the cutest jewelry fashion brand called Every Jewels. That's E-V-R-Y Jewels. It is the perfect place to buy holiday gifts for anyone on your list. They have small gifts under $30 and then stocking stuffers or for something extra thoughtful, you can order their best-selling personalized jewelry, which is my go-to. I think the small gifts under $30 are awesome to just have on hand for that last minute like office party or white elephant you get invited to. My love language and how I give love is gift giving and I love to get a personalized gift, okay? I also love how there's just so many different styles of pieces, so you can really find something for everyone. They're also women-founded, which is so cool. The brand was actually founded by a girl named Brett, who started every in her parents' basement at only 22 years old. I love the messaging she puts out on social media because it really sets the brand apart from others. She has built such a great community and bond with her customers, sharing every part of her journey as a female founder, from opening five stores with no brick-and-mortar experience to her struggles with mental health and how it impacts her day-to-day -day life. So you guys can shop Every Jewels at everyjewels.com. Again, that's E-V-R-Y jewels.com. And I even got a little code for y'all. Use code IOYSM podcast at checkout for 20% off your entire order. Again, that is everyjewels.com. Code IOYSM podcast at checkout for 20% off your entire order. Hi, everyone. I'm Summer McKean, a content creator and best sister of the year. Hi, I'm her sister, Brie. I'm actually a 10-time winner of that award. Together, we're the hosts of the podcast, Wavy. Okay. Every Wednesday, we bring you into the fun, exciting, hopefully helpful, and mostly chaotic world of our sisterly chats about everything and anything. From living in a world of comparisons to boy drama to the life changes that feel really overwhelming, we got your back. So please support the show with a like and follow to keep up with all of our latest sister shenanigans. Get, Get wavy on Wednesdays. We'll see you soon. Guys, I actually can hardly believe it. 2023 is practically here. Like, is that not insane? I feel like it was New Year's Eve last year, like last week, okay? 
Fortunately for you, Macy's has got all of the New Year's Eve looks to start your year off right and bright. You can find shimmering mini dresses for your midnight toast, metallic accents if you're feeling low-key, plus glittering jewelry and pretty much everything else that plays up your light at Macy's.com slash own your style. I will actually be in Paris this New Year's Eve, coming from the girl who never has loved New Year's Eve before because I am that person who doesn't get my outfit in advance, doesn't really like my outfit to begin with, and really doesn't put much effort into my plans as a whole, okay? This year, that's changing, okay? Macy's has inspired me, right? So I'm telling you guys right now, go to Macy's for your look, okay? No matter what sparkling glam you choose, you make it style. That's Macy's.com slash own your style. I'm saying y'all go out all out. Get this shimmering mini dress, okay? Like it's New Year's Eve. When else is that going to be like your go-to outfit? You know what I mean? Okay. New Year's Eve is a big deal. It's almost 2023. I cannot believe it. Again, get your look at Macy's.com slash own your style. Listen, if y'all have been opting out of skincare, I get it. Couldn't be me, but I get it, okay? I say that because I use Curology, and Curology has made it so much better. I feel like the truth is most of us actually do care about our skin. We just don't know where to start. So when we're not doing it, it can just get, like, overwhelming. You know what I mean? Like, when you're really starting skincare, I was I was kidding. Like, when you're really starting skincare, I get it. It's a lot, okay? But Curology makes it simple, and it's something that works without being complicated, okay? You have to get Curology. I have been a Curology user for over two years, guys. Like, I have said this recently, and I talk about them all the time on YouTube. Their cleanser is my favorite thing I've ever used, okay? Curology makes skincare effortless. They create a custom skincare formula for your skin goals. Plus, they've got a cleanser and moisturizer that are easy on your skin and super easy to use. The cleanser is the best cleanser I've ever used in my life. It is the only one that leaves my skin feeling moisturized. Normally, they just dry out my skin and just make me feel like not good, okay? Everything ships right to your door and ready for you to try. The best part about this is that it arrives monthly. So you're not stuck between like running out and trying to find it and trying to go to the store, waiting for it to come in. And then you break out again because you're not using your skincare. No, that doesn't happen because Curology shows up at your doorstep. You can sign up for Curology in minutes by sharing your skin type and skin goals and a licensed provider can create a custom formula made for you. Like one personal formula that's all you. Whether you're struggling with acne, dark spots, or you just want something simple and straightforward, I found that mine really helped with my skin texture personally. They've also got some other amazing products you can add to your subscription. They have an acne body wash and they even have emergency spot patches. The sign up and order process is so simple and quick. It is so convenient. It takes out the guesswork and the last minute trips to the store. My skincare routine is literally so easy thanks to Curology and it actually works. This segment is sponsored by Curology. Curology is a made-for-you skincare brand that pairs you with a licensed dermatology provider who analyzes your skin and prescribes custom treatments in the most personal way possible. Start your Curology order today at curology.com slash ILYSM. That's C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y dot com slash ILYSM. Subscription required, subject to consultation. So start your Curology journey today at Curology.com slash IOYSM. That's C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y dot com slash IOYSM. Subscription required, subject to consultation. Do you know your attachment style? 
avoidant. I was going to say it would probably be. Avoidant. Yeah. I'm anxious, but I, I was anxious and I actually now think I might be avoidant. But I was always anxious growing up. And then I've recently realized that I do have commitment issues. I think it's I think it's being single for a long period of time. Yes. Like we've both been single for a while. I think it really heightens the avoidance because you're just we're living our lives. We're so comfortable. We're yes. driving. You My know? routine is our routines are great. We yeah. love routines. Like I don't I say all the time and I'm like, I just like don't have an interest in it. But now I overanalyze everything and I always try to find like what's wrong with me or something I can fix within myself. Mm -hmm. So realizing that I'm like, okay, I've always dealt with the anxious things. And then I was going to therapy and like trying to get to the point where I was secure. And I was, cause that's like the goal you have. Basically most people are either anxious or avoidant and then secure as the middleman. There's like two more, but, but I think those are like the most common. Mm -hmm. And yeah, now I'm like, I think I'm actually avoidant. Even like texting maybe someone you're just back. Secure. You know, I'm gonna tell myself that. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. Well, what I was like, I've like been avoided my whole life. Yeah. And uh, like even just even like to my friends and stuff, sometimes like I do really have to work on it. And I was just like talking to somebody the other day and they were like, You need to be with somebody who has secure attachment style. Otherwise, like shit's gonna hit the fan. Cause I've been with avoidant guys and like we never talk about our feelings and yeah. we like never progress our relationship. I've been with anxious guys and they give me the major ick. I was going to say they like, would ick you out. Get away from me. Like you're chasing so hard. But like secure guys, I'm just like, oh my God, this works so well because you can like bring me out of my shell a little bit. But like you're not going to make me feel like you're trying to marry me next week. The goal is to always be one, first and foremost, is to become secure. Mm -hmm. Why am I saying secure? Secure is so weird. I don't secure. know why. Secure. You know when you say a word and you're yeah. overthinking it? But then also, like, if you're an anxious, you should never be with an avoidant. If you're an avoidant, you should, and like, vice versa. Yeah. And I've always been with the opposite. One mm. guy that I was dating, I, like, had him take the quiz and he tested secure. I was like, did you just, like, know what you needed to say? Yeah. I'm like, oh are you, God. like, listening to the podcast? Like, I look back at that and I'm like, uh, that was kind of weird. Like, I, I think that was Wait, a lie. I wish like everyone just like had the, their answers to the test. Like they, I wish guys already knew what they were. Like yeah. right when you met them. That's how I kind of feel about Zodiac signs. Though I like don't know that much about them. It is nice to like do some digging in the beginning and be like, oh, okay, this kind of makes sense. Like why you're like that. Do you have the pattern app? No. You would like it. And you can okay. run bonds with people. Like me and like one of my best friends, Lauren, have it. Yeah. And I like texted her something this morning. And she's like, yeah, I know. Because she got a notification about something with me. But it's actually crazy. Like oh it's And gosh. you would love I have it. I co-star. Yeah. Okay. Similar. Is kind that of. like the basic version? Maybe. I think so. Okay. But I think they're kind of, I don't know. Actually, I don't know nothing. Yeah. But I kind of think that they're very similar. Okay. So anyways, okay, let's talk about cooking. Okay, love. We have the young Mrs. Martha Stewart love. here with us today. Um, how did you even get into cooking? I, like my whole life, my mom and I's bonding time was always in the kitchen because she works such crazy hours. And like, especially during fashion week and stuff, she'd be coming home at like nine o'clock at night. And that would be like our time to spend together was in the kitchen, catching up, whatever. So I've always had like an emotional connection to cooking. And when I was in high school, I started like I kind of got into this whole health and wellness space 
online, which definitely was a little bit toxic at the time. And I started like following a bunch of cooking people, but that were really only in that space. Started posting recipes. And then it has really like evolved with me to be way more open. And like the way that I cook now, it's, there's no rules. There's no diet. There's no like calories. There's no macros, nothing, nothing like that. But it still definitely has like the emotional connection. It's really about gathering people together. And also for me, I my audience is like mostly, you know, eight to like 25 and I feel like my style of cooking it's meant to be very approachable and it's meant to help people that are like moving into their first apartment maybe in college still post-grad like really fall in love with cooking because it's so amazing to like cook with your friends be able to like make yourself nutritious meals for work and like when you're starting your job and I just want to make it easy because, like, people aren't going to be sitting there, like, making a souffle, you know? Yeah. Like, when they're in their first kitchen in, like, a tiny apartment in a new city. So. Cooking for me is so therapeutic. Totally. I didn't even grow up. My stepdad is, like, an incredible cook. He's, mm -hmm. like, so good. So all my friends would come over for his food. But I didn't grow up myself cooking. Mm -hmm. And then it was really in the past, like, couple of years that I've gotten so into it. And I just like like hobbies that involve like my hands. Like I like I'm starting a garden next week on my oh rooftop. My gosh. Oh, I'll send you photos. And it's That's now so I'm gonna be rooftop to uh, kitchen, rooftop to, to table, but really to kitchen. Yeah. Um, like farm to table, you know. So that's very I, exciting. I want that. Stop. It's truly a so dream. Hard well, to you have could here. you could kind of have yeah. it. Just to, yeah, seasons. But anyways, it is going to be incredible. But I like when the hobby like involves your hands because you literally can't do anything than the task at hand. Mm -hmm. So it's so therapeutic. I've been told it's a form of meditation. Are you a meditator? No, but I was going to say like, I feel like my main two hobbies and I've kind of turned cooking into like also work. So yeah. it makes it a little bit more complicated, but like my main two hobbies are definitely cooking and surfing. And both of those things are like activities that I cannot be on my phone and I, I, I'm like in the moment and especially with surfing, like at the mercy of mother nature. So it's kind of like, especially for people that work in social media or like sitting on a laptop all day, it's so good to have something that you are just like doing like something manual yeah. and like totally getting into the headspace of like creativity. And that's how I feel when I cook. Yes, it is so helpful, especially if you have anxiety, which that has helped my anxiety so much. And I would say mine would be cooking and reading and same mm -hmm. thing. Like when you're reading, you you literally cannot do anything else. Yeah. So I had to find things to where I, there was no way I could pick up my phone and mm -hmm. it's been so helpful. So if someone's listening to this and they want to get into cooking, what would you recommend? Like what recipes or style of cooking would you recommend they start? I mean, I like recently have been doing recipe requests on my Instagram. So like I'll ask people what they're looking for. And like the biggest things I've been getting recently, especially since fall, is like easy 
30-minute dinner recipes and easy lunch recipes because people are working. People are, like, out and about. They don't want to spend that much time cooking. And, like, I I love to, like, spend my entire Sunday, like, in the kitchen. So fun. But, like, I get that it's not that way for everyone. So, like, I would say go look at my recipes. Find ones that are, like, approachable, 30 minutes or less. Make that. It's so like it will change your life. Like you will feel so amazing. What recipe do you make the most? I mean, it depends. Like it definitely depends like on the season. Like literally this summer I was eating um, this chicken caprese salad that I made like at least twice a week. But now I'm like, I'm a big soup girl right now. I am a huge soup girl. I am such a soup girl. Oh my gosh. And it's just like the easiest thing to prep. I mean, some of them take like so long, but like can be made super quickly. Make it at the beginning of the week. You have it for the entire week. You can freeze it. Like it is amazing. I make soups like every other day. I feel like I've seen your soup. Yeah, I make your tortellini kale soup. Yeah, that's that recipe is from the modern proper. But I also make just weekly. I would say honestly, mainly on Sundays. I do make this all the time. I'll do like a vegetable chicken soup with bone broth. So then it's like every, all these like random like nutrients that I need. I'll just put it all in the soup and it's actually really good. Yeah. And then you have to get the right bone broth too. If you can go to the farmer's market. Like I become such a farmer's market girl. I, my mom went through this like really, like she had a lot of like health issues. Mm -hmm. And so she like was, she like thinks she's like Gwyneth Paltrow. Like she like wanted to like heal herself with food and all that stuff. And she actually did. So I've learned a lot from my mom and I always was like, okay, like you're being a little bit extreme, like chill out, whatever. And now I'm texting her like every day. I'm like, okay, so this thing, like what do I need to get? But I started shopping at the farmer's market and I had, I went through like a really big peach phase. I made this like balsamic chicken peach thing. It was so good. And then I got peaches from the grocery store and I had to use both in one recipe. And so they were side by side cut up and I was like, holy shit, like the difference between that stuff actually is scary just yeah. like what we're eating. But anyways, I mean, obviously still good for you. But that made me realize I was like turning into my mother. Yeah. But it's so therapeutic. The farmer's market is also incredible. But it also like it makes it a whole experience. Though, yes. You know, I'm totally blanking on her name. She's like the pioneer of farm to table in America. But I did her masterclass and it was Stop. so you need to do it. You would love it. It is so calming. I think yeah. her name's Alice. I don't know why I'm blanking on her name. I'm like not awake today, guys. Anyways, really good masterclass. I'm also doing one on gardening. But that made me, it changed my perspective on cooking. And it also, I just feel like it helps so much with like your outlook and perspective on cooking. And again, like the exact perspective that you're saying, like it's not for certain things. I'm not counting. I'm not Mm -hmm. doing any of that stuff. It just like something about it is very freeing. Yeah. And I love that stuff. So I love that. But I make soups like literally all the time. It's literally the easiest thing ever. And like to your point, like you can get so much out of it. Like yes. nutrients wise, throw in all your veggies, like throw in a protein. So easy. All the stuff that is like kind of annoying to like try to eat too. Yeah. Like I do a ton of kale, like stuff like that. Like, yeah. And I actually don't like making salads. Like something about it. I just don't like of everything that I make, I don't like making salad. So it is nice to it's like It's kind have of that. like a warm salad. Yeah, kind of. It's actually true. Uh, <laughs> genius. 
That that right there is the best kind of notification. That is another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. In other words, that means y'all just bought either a scarf from the Okine, a puff bag, a set, a beanie, a tote, something from the Okine, okay? It is, honest to God, my favorite notification in the entire world. Speaking of, if you guys haven't finished your holiday shopping, head over to the Okine because they are powered through Shopify. By they, I mean we, okay? Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere, whether you're selling from like the Okine or you have merch, start selling with Shopify and join the platform, simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll customize your online store to your brand, discover new customers, and build the relationships that will keep them coming back. Shopify covers all the sales channels to successfully grow your business from an all-in-one POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free on-demand business courses, Shopify is here to help you succeed every step of the way. It's how every minute new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify, and you can too. I started, you know, social media almost a decade ago at this point, and it has turned into me creating my own business outside of the business that I have on social media. And that has been the Okind. And we've used Shopify. Starting a new business is already really difficult. And Shopify has made what they can so much more simple for me. Like seriously, cannot recommend enough. So when you're ready to take your idea to the world, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform powering millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Now it is your turn to try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. This is Possibility powered by Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash I love you, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash I love you to start selling online today. Again, that is shopify.com slash I love you. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like it's not abnormal to wish that life came with a user manual. I feel like I say this every time I talk about BetterHelp, but I really have talked about this pretty much my whole life. I would actually like someone to just come down out of the sky and give me a book and tell me exactly what I'm supposed to do in life in these very, very specific situations, okay? Unfortunately, that doesn't exist. So when life isn't working for you, it is normal to feel stuck. Navigating any of life's challenges can make you feel unsure, whether it is a career change, a new relationship, becoming a parent, honestly, even just the holiday stress. It can be a lot, okay? But therapists, thank God, are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. I have said this so many times on the podcast. I have been in and out of therapy since I was in the fifth grade. It has single-handedly been the best thing I've ever done in my entire life for myself. It has helped me learn coping skills. I've become a lot more empowered through it. I've dealt with a lot of trauma and just really tried at least to get out on the other side. I feel like I'm a much healthier human being and I more and even more importantly have learned how to deal with a lot of the stress that life brings. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online, plus it is affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. 
No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash Kinsey. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Kinsey. Okay, what are your like top three kitchen staples? I have the Caraway cook set. I work with them. Oh. They are literally one of my favorite partners ever. They're incredible. All of their stuff, amazing and so aesthetic. I just got like the classic always pan, mm-hmm. which I feel like is like a good like beginner tool. Great if you're like apartment cooking too. Yeah, it, like I have everything. it. It's awesome. And then definitely like a good spatula and a good like pan set as well. Where do you get those? I have um, green pans mm-hmm. for my pans. And then for like most of my tools and stuff, a lot of them are from like Material Kitchen, Crate and Barrel, basics. I have these oven mitts that are from Food 52. Don got them for me for Christmas one year. Oh my Such a good gift. So cute. Yeah, we were I shopping. I know. And I was like, oh my God, they're so cute. And then she went and got them for me. So sweet. I use those all the time. Yeah. And they're actually like, I didn't even realize how much I was using the ones that I didn't like before. Wait, I These are incredible. What if a boyfriend, like a new boyfriend, maybe like a year old boyfriend, got you a cooking set for your birthday? I would like love him. Really? Yeah. Why would that? Interesting. Because I like it. Yeah. Because that's a hobby of mine. I think if it was just a random girl that didn't have, like didn't love it, then I think that would be different. But for me, I would love that because it's like one, it's like my number one hobby. Yeah. Would you hate it? Somebody was like telling me the other day that their boyfriend did that and they were like, I mean, it's, I love cooking, but like, I just don't think it's that romantic. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I think like in his mind, he was probably like, oh my God, we get to cook together. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I like, honestly, in my dating life, like I don't really bring cooking into it that much. Like I'll cook with them like once in a while, but like, I don't know. I feel like it's more of like my girlfriends and like my family type of vibe for me. It also like stresses me out a little bit more. Yeah, to be cooking it stresses for... me out like way too much, yeah. honestly. But I host like dinner parties at my house. Like I have people over all the time mm-hmm. to eat or I'm cooking. A lot of my friends live in my neighborhood. So they'll see that I'm cooking on Instagram and like show up at my house. Oh my so God, like obsessed. all the time. So me cooking like for boys in the past has has been in the setting of like where we used to do like in college, like family dinners. So I would cook for everyone. And then like six of us would come over and eat. A lot of who I've dated have have been friends. So they've ended up in those circles. If it's not just a girl's night to where it it like started. And that was already part of like our friendship. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it kind of like went into that, but I didn't do like cooking. Well, yeah, I guess I did do cooking nights with them, but that was once one of them was like more serious. Yeah. I mean, it's a cute thing. I just like, maybe it's like girlfriend privileges. Yeah. Yeah. It's just something that I'm doing. So I'm like, you can fit into my life. It's not necessarily like, I want to be like a housewife for you. A breadwinning housewife. Yeah. I think like I've seen so many videos and stuff like on TikTok of like people cooking with their boyfriends and like it looks so cute and whatever. But I'm just like, I don't know. Like, when am I ever going to feel like that comfortable with someone? I think you will get to this point when it's the right person. Yeah. Like once you actually really like them, I think we're going to laugh at this like 
whenever you meet that person and then you'll be doing it all the time. Yeah. Like I just think that you just haven't met someone in like the recent year that you liked enough. I think it's the avoidant attachment. Yeah. Oh, I can't. Yeah. All right, last question. What is a recipe you've been wanting to try or even maybe a style of cooking you've been wanting to, you know, dabble in? Okay, for my, pretty much my entire, like, time sharing my recipes online, which has been years and years and years, probably like five years now, never a baker, never a baker. Because for me, a lot of my cooking, like, is about, the creativity of it, like not having to measure everything exactly yeah. until I like write out a recipe and share it. But like a lot of it is just in the moment vibes and baking is so not like that. It's so mathematical, like it's everything needs to be perfect or it's just not going to come out right. And so I've always been like, I'm just not a baker. But recently I've been thinking like maybe that would be really fun for me. So Keaton and I, like Keaton Melbourne and I, yeah. went through a phase where we became bakers. This was like fall of 2020. Yeah. And we made this pie that we thought, like you couldn't tell us that we were not the best bakers in the entire world. We made it all the time. Dawn was always there. She's not really into that stuff. Mm -hmm. she, it wasn't like what she wanted to be doing. But we made it so many times and she went home, made it with her family. I went home, made it with my family. I'll find the recipe. Yeah, I want to try it. And it is so good. Okay. Also, I lied. I have one more question. Okay. So I obviously love cooking and I do it all the time. But I am more of like a recipe follower and I want to be someone who is creating recipes. Mm -hmm. Also, in my masterclass, something that I think Alice said, I cannot believe I don't know her name because I'm like literally obsessed with her. Mm -hmm. But it, something that she said was like, go to the farmer's market, see what food speaks to you, get the food and then figure out what you want to eat. Don't go in with like recipes. Yeah. How do you create a recipe like start to finish? For me, I think a lot of it, it's almost like how I put together an outfit. Like there's obviously inspiration and like, especially because I'm sharing my recipes online, like I want them to perform well. So it's become like, a little bit less creative. Like I'm thinking about like, okay, people want soup right now. So let me make soup. Mm -hmm. But like when I'm just cooking for myself, not filming, it is like that. Like it is like, oh my gosh, I'm really craving, you know, zucchini right now. And then I will like think of other recipes like I've tried at restaurants or whatever. And I kind of like mash them up into like one big thing and then try it a few times and see if it works. And I also think it's good to like have your go-tos. Like I have a pretty go-to salad dressing with tahini. Like I have a go-to like shredded chicken recipe. Just like the basics, like soft boiled eggs, things like that, that you can kind of just like throw into recipes to make them like a little bit more beefed up. Like... If you have your go-to basics, then you can kind of combine those in different ways and like make it up from there. But I think that's like, that's the beauty of cooking for me. You know, mm -hmm. it's like being able to be like, oh my God, I wonder if like coconut aminos would be good in this soup. So weird, but like try it and see and maybe it's amazing. See, this is my next step. Yeah. I've also been doing, we, my friends and I will just like do a cooking class like down the street from me and it is so much fun. I've been wanting to do that so badly with my girlfriends. Like it is so much fun. Class. You need to, you really need yeah. to do that. There is nothing more fun like 
everyone that leaves is like, I cannot believe we haven't done that before. And I'm like, well, I've been doing it. You just haven't been coming to yeah. my invites, you know? I did like, a, I did a few pasta making classes last year, which was like so fun. And to be honest, I don't make pasta like in my life at home. Yeah. But like, it was so fun. Like the whole process of it. And like, again, it's that like working with your hands thing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. No, so so fun. much fun. Such a good birthday activity too. People are yeah. always asking me like, what should I do for my birthday in New York? Do a cooking class, do a pasta making class. So fun. So much fun. Especially pasta making. I've done one as well. It's not the hardest thing in the world. It's yeah. just not something that you do at home normally. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So it's really fun. It's like an experience and it is like you are learning something like you could maybe do it again at home, but like probably not. Yeah. Like maybe I'll do it once or twice. Yeah. But I need to move into a house. This is my, like my vision for my next house is literally my kitchen and my backyard for hosting. But like I have exactly what I want my kitchen to look like and I will not move until I can one afford this kitchen and two, this is the kitchen that I have. It's so funny because I feel like exactly the same way, but I always think about like, if beauty influencers or like fashion influencers, they probably have that same thought, but like it's about their closet room or like yeah. their glam room or something. My, cl- I will say I also did a closet room. It was like a little bit, it's like a Hannah Montana closet. I saw Danielle's and I was like, yeah. what am I doing wrong? No, it's like, th- it's pretty much that. Yeah. I like turned a bedroom into that. Yeah. So like, you know, both. Yeah. I'm like single, living on my own, you yeah. know, whatever. Why okay. not? Why not? But I've also seen like so much stuff recently where it's like, I have five of the same shirts and yeah. and I'm just like, oh my God, I really wish I could live that life. I would love to be able to live that life. And the one thing I will say about the closet room is I'm like, all right, like now this is a little bit much. You want to fill it up. Yeah, well, no, I don't have that issue. I need to get rid of stuff. Like, and I'm, I am getting rid of stuff and donating. No, every that's other what week. I'm saying. Like you feel like, oh my God, I have so much And then much you space. get too much stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then it is like a little bit like, yeah, I get the I understand why people would be like minimalist. Yeah, you know, I feel like no matter how big my closet was, I would always find a way to fill it. Like Exactly. That's the problem with me. Like I would almost rather have just like a tiny little situation so that I could just be like, OK, these are my my essentials. And especially during like fall and winter, I don't know what it is, but like. I just really feel the need to like have a uniform in these seasons. Cause like it's dark, I'm pale. Like I just want to be like comfy and like feel confident and like feel like I have a good basic wardrobe. I will say somebody to follow, like if you're looking for that, Castamico. She has such good like elevated basics that look so good on her always. And like, she just looks expensive. And I love it. In the fall and winter, I have like my three go-to looks that I wear. And then I just have like 20 sweaters in different colors. You know what I mean? Like that I'll pick from. I feel like what you're wearing right now is like. Yes. The Kenzie uniform. This is like one of them. And then there's one with like a long cardigan where I like like literally look like Cameron Diaz from the holiday. And then there's another one when it's like a little bit nicer. And that's it. Yeah. But like you could totally put on like heeled boots and go out to dinner. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'll like our dinner tonight. I'll yeah. like change this up a little bit yeah. and I'll be like, yeah, that's it. You know? Perfect. It's amazing. Okay. So where can I find you? On Instagram and TikTok at Kit Keenan. Oh, thank Easy. you for coming. Thank you for having me. <laughs> All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I love you guys so much. I hope you have a great 
Christmas. Merry Christmas in advance. Love you guys so much. And I will talk to you next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.